are you on the path to success? No matter where you're at in real estate, you are on a path. You are on a road. You are on a street. You're going somewhere. The question is, and our ultimate goal here at West USA is to ensure that you are on the path to success. So how do you know you're on the path to success? outside of your bottom line and your pocketbook, uh, because there is more to real estate, believe it or not, a little more to real estate than money. So number one, are you excited about your real estate business? I think this is really key because I, I come across agents all the time. There are agents that are really excited about doing what they do. And there are agents that feel like they're in a prison cell and they got the big <laughs> giant ball, you know, chained to their ankle and, 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 and they don't like what they do. Right. If you don't like what you do, you're going to be hard pressed to find success in what you do. So you have to be passionate about what you do. Do you take the necessary steps to avoid burnout? That's a, that's a whole nother topic. It's a whole nother system. What do you do to avoid becoming burnt out when you feel like you're being burnt out on the business? What steps do you take? Are you obsessed about what you are doing for a living? Do you constantly think about it when you're in bed at night and, and when you wake up and wherever and whatever the case is, are you thinking about ideas? Are you thinking about your business? Are you thinking about the next deal, how you're going to get the next deal? And are you constantly talking about it when you're with friends, families? Does the conversation come up about your business and, and what you're doing? And not so much of just trying to be the sales agent and say, hey, if you got any referrals, think of me, whatever the case is. But are you constantly talking about your business, the market and so forth? And, and, and People who are excited about what they do, it's very apparent. And people who aren't excited about <laughs> what they do, it's very apparent. But in order to be truly successful in this industry or any industry for that matter, you got to be passionate about it. Well, you know, Mike, we see all the time people, you know, at especially during the summertime, of course, because of the heat factor. But, um, you know, we hear people, agents all the time saying, I'm just so, you know, tired of taking people out in a car and, you know, and, and it's 197 degrees in my car and, you know, and, and boy, I just... You know, and it's like when the customers are there, you know, we've kind of lost the drive to, to corral more customers in it, it. We see this happen in real estate all the way, uh, all the time, actually. But you just have to find that, find the reasons. Maybe you need to just stop for a moment, sit down with your spouse or a friend or someone that you trust and, and you know, kind of have a, a frank conversation about why'd you get in real estate in the first place? Let's go, let's go back to the beginning. Why'd you get your license? And maybe through that process, you'll rediscover your passion for, uh, you know, the business. Yeah. And for some too, it just may be the type of real estate you're doing. I mean, maybe you just hate working with buyers and, and you're sick and tired of working with buyers, but you get a couple listings and you find that passion. You get excited about it because maybe that's what you want to do or vice versa. Number two, knowing you're on the path to success, are people talking about your service? Mm. Is there buzz wow. about what you do, the service that you provide, how you meet people's real estate needs? Does your, First of all, does your sphere of influence know what you do? And do they tell your friends about you? Do your clients know or do your clients talk about you? And do they do it in a good way? Because sometimes we have clients who do talk about us and it's not always with the highest regard. And so are they talking about you in a good way? And one of the best ways that you know that is do they send referrals? Do they oh, send referrals yeah. your way? Is 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 there a constant flow? You know, when you close on a deal or you close a couple deals, are your clients sending you referrals? Because if you truly are passionate about what you do and you truly provide 
phenomenal service. There will be buzz. People will be talking about you. And then when they're at work and their friends talking about, hey, you know, thinking about buying a home or whatever the case is, does your sphere, do your clients bring your name up? And is, again, is there buzz about you? Are you top of mind in their mind? Yeah. Right. You know, it's not how many people you have in the data, your database. It's how many people in your database, when they hear of real estate, think of you. That's really the connection. And if they're not thinking of you, then obviously they're not evangelical and wanting to refer it to you. You know, again, this goes kind of back all the way to Michael Mayer's books, uh, Seven Levels of Communication, Setting Expectations with Your Clients, Having Conversations. But one of the things I heard here, though, was kind of a social media you said the word buzz, buzz. you know and and to me that saying what's the chatter happening out there in the marketplace about you about your business um it isn't just good enough anymore to do a good job with your client though that's the job um now you've got to be able to be a social media person and you have to give your clients information that stimulates them and continually keeps them in the real estate thought process that way and with your name and logo and branding so that when they do bump into people, it's fresh in their head. They don't even realize they're doing it, but they are. Yeah. And if you look at these questions about are people talking about your service and, and your answer is either no or I'm unsure. I don't know. Then the answer is probably no, and 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 that's okay. It's it's recognizing it, and then sitting back and thinking about okay, where am I missing the mark? How come there isn't a buzz about my service? How come I'm not getting referrals? Part of it may be because you're not asking, um, Bingo. but but how come people aren't talking about me? How come I'm not top of mind? And sometimes it's time for some soul searching to figure out okay what to answer the questions of why not, or I'm unsure. Because again, when you're on the path to success and the truly successful agents out there, um, and we know who they are, there, there is a buzz about them. People mm -hmm. talk about them. Their reputation truly precedes them. So are you excited about your real estate business? Are you, are people talking about your services? And number three, and this is probably the most important is do you learn from failure and mistakes? Because if you do not learn from failure and you let failure grip you and keep you down and you don't learn from your mistakes, then you will you won't be you won't reach that level of success that you want to because you're not because we're going to all make mistakes. We all do. We oh. all fail in this industry. It's a matter of being able to regroup, get back on the, you know, get back on the bike and start riding. But how do you respond when you lose a deal? What happens when a deal falls out of escrow? Don't you go through the five levels of depression? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I give myself, I personally, I give myself 24 hours to sulk. I'll sulk about it. But then, hey, I'm right back up the next day. I got to find the next deal. Uh, I got to I got to work some more of my prospects. I got other people in the pipeline. Maybe I got more time now for them. But what happens when you lose a deal? How do you respond? Do you focus? Do you spend time focusing on why? Why did this deal fall out? Or why did I lose this prospect? Why did I lose this lead to another agent? Because there is a reason. And a lot of times it comes down to something that we do or something that we don't do. Uh, always spend time when, when you lose a deal, you lose a client to analyze, uh, you know, maybe why. Do you spend time planning on how to avoid the same mistake? So if, if, if I lose a deal or if I lose a client because of something I did, okay, 
I got to make sure that I don't do it again. I got to make sure that it is not a habit. Uh, have I lost several people in the past 12 months? Maybe I need to go back and go, is it because of the same reasons? Is it my lack of follow-up, my lack of communication? Uh, you know, maybe how I present myself, whatever the case is. And do you welcome criticism? This is key. People are there to criticize. We live in a very, very critical world, a critical nation. Don't take it personal. Don't get into a you-know-what match on Facebook, social media, whatever the case is. Just read the criticism, welcome it, and see whether there is something there for you to learn. Because truly successful entrepreneurs learn from their failures and their mistakes. The failures, and, and, and not trying to get too cheesy here, but their failures and their mistakes are opportunities for them to only get better. And they look at it that way. Well, absolutely. You know, in fact, the two immediately came to mind. One was Edison with a light bulb, right? We've all heard that for years. You know, he found however many thousands of ways not to make a light bulb. But when he eventually figured it out, it was because of all of those failed situations that taught him this doesn't work, this doesn't work, this doesn't work to get to the one that did work. And then, of course, Lincoln. President Lincoln, um, you know, how many times did he fail at, you know, trying to, uh, you know, run for office and a lot of the different things that he that he took upon himself, but he did not allow failure to derail him. He took it as a learning episode and he said, okay, this is what happened. What can I do different the next time or next so that I don't repeat that same thing? And I think those are the kinds of things, you know, and if you want to know whether you accept criticism, well, look in the mirror someday and say, Okay, um, on a scale of one to ten, if I had if I had Todd call me, or I had one of our coaches call me, or Mike, or somebody that knows the business exceptionally well, you know, and and try to help me out, how direct do I want them to be? You know, one to ten. One, go soft on me because I have a bruised ego, or I have low self esteem, or ten, hit me between the eyes and tell me so I can fix it and, and move on faster. That's a good number range for you to decide how willing you are to, to improve your business. I, uh, I recently saw this uh, posting in Facebook and I'll clean up the language because again, this is a family show. And at first <laughs> I laughed really hard and then I stared at it and said, boy, this is deep. And it's it went something like this. Yes, everything does happen for a reason, but sometimes the reason is because you're lazy and a knucklehead. Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> okay, that is true. And, and sometimes we just have to look in the mirror and, and, and analyze ourselves, how we respond to failure, how we respond to mistakes. And if we keep losing deals, we've got to figure out the reason why. Because if at the end of the day, you're the common denominator, you're the common denominator. Yeah. All right. So that's the three pack.